the Carolina Hurricanes went two and zero in their week games against the New Jersey Devils and New York Islanders, but it wasn't without some drama. Find out what happened this weekend in today's episode of Locked On Hurricanes. Your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Caniacs, I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this Monday afternoon. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you're listening on and subscribe on YouTube. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes had two games this weekend, two matinee games as well, against the New Jersey Devils on Saturday and the New York Islanders on Sunday. The Hurricanes obviously picked up wins in both of them, which is great, of course, but there was a bit of drama in these games as well. But getting on into the first game, the New Jersey, the Carolina Hurricanes at the New Jersey Devils. The Hurricanes got a three to two win in overtime, which is great. You know, we got two points out of that one, but this was not a good. Uh, don't let that final score fool you at all. It really wasn't until like the last five minutes that the Hurricanes started playing well. Uh, and this is one where Piotr Kotechkov got his first NHL start, which is great for him. I think, you know, he. It was a tough weekend for him, for sure. I think he's still you know, kind of getting used to the NHL. And so I think yeah, he's going to get a little bit more experience under his belt, and then he'll be all right. But this was a game where the Hurricanes, especially starting the game, they looked gassed. And not necessarily in the fact that they retired from a previous game. It was, it was a 12.30 in the afternoon start time. I said in the predict in the preview for that game that I felt that start time was to affect the Hurricanes as well as the New Jersey Devils as well because they look tired as well I think if I remember correctly at the first period the Devils only had like not a lot of shots on goal I don't see it was like six or or eight shots on goal through the first six, yeah six shots on goal throughout the first period and this was one where we didn't see a whole lot of shooting from the Hurricanes. This was a sub-30 shots on goal game from the Hurricanes, which is quite odd, uh, especially as of late. But, yeah, that's kind of what I expected there. I expected that really early start time to affect both of these teams because, like I said, these guys, they have their routines that they go through every game day. You know, they you know have whatever they're going to have for breakfast and have their workout routines and all that stuff but that 30 start time it really threw them off i mean a 1 p.m start time it throws the guys off but that early 
yeah, that was bound to throw these guys off. And that's what happened in the first period. Really not a whole lot going on in that first period, to be completely honest. It was just both teams looking really, really scared. That was the main thing there. And then getting into the second period, it it was a bit more lively in the fact that New Jersey ended up getting a power play goal a little towards the end there. And it was, again, just the same thing. The Hurricanes just looking really tired. And them not being able to stop these guys and not execute their game plan the way they were wanting to drive guys to the net. And New Jersey's just clogging all of that up. And the Hurricanes weren't really able to do much of anything. They would get, obviously, some shots off. You had nine in the first, nine nine in the third, and then, of course, the two in overtime. But, you know, as a whole, the Hurricanes weren't really able to generate anything. And I think that's a credit to New Jersey as far as defense-wise goes of logging up the net, uh, net front and not letting the Hurricanes get up there the way they wanted to. I, I said that you know, it may be part of Dougie Hamilton being there and him knowing what this team is going to do. Whether or not that was part of it, you know, that's part of the New Jersey's uh, locker room discussion there. But you know, the third period is where the Hurricanes – showed some life honestly they finally woke up because prior to those first five minutes it was really just more of the same like they just they looked out of it they weren't able to get anything going they looked tired and uh, new jersey ended up with a two nothing lead there in the third period and, and thankfully uh brady shea uh which i will say yeah this the third line is really what drove this really late game surge that the Hurricanes had there uh, that Jordan Stahl, Nino Niederreiter, Jesper Foss line. I've said in pretty much all season long, that has been our best line. And they were really a driving force behind uh, the Hurricanes getting back into this game. Brady Shea obviously gave us you know, one goal. And then Nino Niederreiter tied it up and ended up sending us into overtime. And you look at Brady Shea's goal. It was unassisted goal. Who was out on the ice then at third line? And then, of course, overtime came through. And then we have Seth Jarvis getting his first career game-winning goal. So that was great for him. And Alain's were able to power through. You know, yeah, there's five minutes left on the clock, but they didn't give up. And the guys that we needed to step up, stepped up. And again, that third line really won us that game because this was not a good game at all. And the Hurricanes really here because I feel that this kind of thing happened to uh, a different opponent, a better opponent. uh, And... Again, that's not taking anything away from New Jersey. They are an NHL team. They are going to be very talented, but they're one that has a crap ton of injuries right now and are still trying to rebuild. So had you know, this happened against a more experienced team and, quote-unquote, a better team, 
I don't know if the Hurricanes go into overtime. Yeah, maybe they get one goal. Uh, maybe that happens. But I think that, yeah, if that happens, our next opponent, the Rangers on Tuesday, that happens against the Rangers. I don't think the Hurricanes win that game. I really don't think they showed a lot of resilience in this game of not giving up despite being down 2 nothing with five minutes to go. So I do really like that. I like that the Hurricanes didn't give up, and I like the third line was really a driving force behind us, winning that game. But that's really about it, honestly, because, again, the Hurricanes did not play well in this game. Again, aside from those final five minutes where they were able to finally wake up and do something. But that was a... That was a game where I think we're going to see some carryover to Thursday in our regular season finale, which is against New Jersey. I think New Jersey is really kind of going to hold a bit of a grudge with this game. You look back to earlier in the season with Tampa Bay, how you know we kind of got into it with them at the very end of the game when we played them again a few days later, and there's definitely some carryover in those emotions. So. I see something like that happening. I think New Jersey is going to be really frustrated with this loss. And I think that's really going to be a driving force for them heading into Thursday. But before we get to Thursday, we got to talk about yesterday on Sunday against the New York Islanders. And we will talk about that right after this quick break. Folks, the hockey playoffs are right around the corner, and betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs, and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Now, diving into yesterday's game against the New York Islanders. This was another matinee game, but the Hurricanes didn't look as tired as they did in that game against New Jersey. The Hurricanes definitely looked a lot better in this game, but not perfect for sure. I think, you know, this was a 5 2 win. And that's great, obviously. We want those two points right now. But again, this was not a perfect game by any means. I think that the Hurricanes really got lucky come third period time because this was a game where we saw Auntie Ranta injury in the second period. It looked like he may have, it was a lower body injury. He returned to the game. It looked like in showing replay. He may have overextended and maybe pulled something. Don't know for sure as right now as of 11.39 a.m. on Monday. Haven't heard anything about him as far as what's going on there. Same with Frederick Anderson and Yesbury Kotanyemi. Don't really know what's going on with either of those guys as well. So, but getting back into this game, this is one where the Hurricanes did look a lot better, I think. Having Derek Stefan back in the lineup was really big. And that's not just, you know, him scoring, you know, what was it, a little over two minutes in the game. Yeah, about two and a half minutes into the game. 
he ends up putting up the scoring for the Hurricanes. He had a really great forecheck and yeah, went up, scored a goal. So I think that was really good. And then the Hurricanes here ended up having a 2-1 lead uh, heading into the second period. But I feel like that kind of when things fell off a bit for the Hurricanes. I think uh, New York was able to get some momentum on their side because they scored right at the end of the first period. And then going into the second period is where I feel they really took advantage of their opportunity with Ronta going down and Piotr coming into the game. Because whenever he came into the game, the Hurricanes lost their lead pretty soon after. But I feel the Hurricanes really going into third and final period. That was by far their best hockey of the weekend. It, right there maybe aside from like this like last five minutes in new jersey but like sustained effort i feel this third period is probably the best this weekend from the team because i feel like the team really just kind of rallied around Piotr here and they did not let new jersey take the lead at all or er, new jersey not excuse me not new jersey new york take the lead and they really just were able to play their game. They were. And the Hurricanes, you know, Max Domi ended up scoring, which would end up being the game-winning goal. And then you had empty net goals from Jesper Faust and Brendan Smith as well. And I feel that the Hurricanes, they showed a lot of resilience this weekend. And looking ahead to the week ahead of us, I feel it's going to be a very interesting week. You know, with all the injuries that we have going on right now. And then with tomorrow against the New York Rangers being for the division, essentially. The Hurricanes, you know, if they win that game, they win the division. So it's going to be an interesting week ahead. But I feel that this was, you know, a weekend that the Hurricanes can build off of and learn from as well, because this was not a perfect weekend by any means. They played some ugly freaking hockey this weekend, especially in New Jersey. But they were able to come back. They showed resilience, and they didn't give up, which I think is really, really good, and that's going to be big heading into these playoffs because, again, going back to Saturday, they were down 2 nothing with five minutes to go, and you see stuff like that all the time throughout the NHL where – Teams are down like that, and yeah, maybe they score one goal. Maybe. But so often, you know, statistics and analytics and whatnot say, you know, pull the goalie early. They'll pull that goalie, and then they'll be down 3 nothing, And then the game's completely lost. Hopefully the Hurricanes didn't do that, and they were able to come up with a win on Saturday, and they woke up. <laughs> for the Islanders game, and they ended up winning that game and battling through adversity there with Bronta going out, rallying behind their uh, 22-year-old goalie that they have now. And I think that the Canes are really going to have their work cut out for them, to be completely honest, in this week ahead. But we'll talk about the week ahead for the Hurricanes right after this quick break. Now, folks, it's springtime, and folks are going outside and you know hiking, going on walks, swimming, and just being active now. 
It's nice weather out. Whenever you're going out for that stuff, you're going to want a snack. And Built Bar is here to be that spring weather snack. For you, Built Bar is, of course, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, whether it's one of the regular flavors, one of their limited time flavors, puffs, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. And Built Bars are, of course, high protein, high fiber, low calorie, and low carb. Most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, 2 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And with flavors ranging from mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and many, many more, there's going to be something for everyone this spring. So right now, you can go to and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15% off at Built.com. Now, folks, looking at the week ahead for the Carolina Hurricanes, this is a big week. This is the final week of the regular season. So a lot of stuff going on right now for the Hurricanes. And first up, we got the last game of this road trip. The Hurricanes have now won four straight games, which I think they're they got some momentum going on their on their side here, but they are dealing with injuries now, now as well. So tomorrow is going to be very big. It's essentially signing the fate of the division because if the Hurricanes win tomorrow in Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers, they win the Metro Division, which I still think you know is it is important. And you know, the Hurricanes, they can essentially, if they win the Metro, they have home ice throughout the playoffs, barring, you know, playing Florida Panthers uh, at any point in the playoffs, or, or depending on should they make a run to the final, who they would face coming out of the West. So right now they're guaranteed to have first or home ice in the first round. But I still think, yeah, they – they need to try to win this division because they want you. You're going to want as much as an advantage as you can have in these playoffs. And we all know how PNC arena gets and how, how rowdy it gets and how much the team feeds off of the home crowd. So I think that they, they should definitely go and try to win this division. Don't, you know, don't have the mindset of, oh, we've clinched. Let's rest, guys. I don't think they need to do that at all. I, I do not think they need to do that. I think they need to go out and try to win this division because this is tomorrow against New York is going to be big and that's going to be must watch hockey. I talked with John from Locked On New York Rangers about that yesterday. That episode will come out tomorrow. This is going to be a big game with big implications for both teams. So I think that the Hurricanes, they're going to need to bring it tomorrow. I know we're obviously dealing with a lot of injuries right now, and that'll play a big factor into how things go in tomorrow's episode of who we have out there on the ice, who's in between the pipes for the Hurricanes, because I would like to have Frederick Anderson or Auntie Ronta there. I would, but I also don't want to risk those guys getting even more hurt. And as of 
11:48. Haven't seen any notifications come through about either of those guys' injuries. And then you know, following New York on tomorrow, we have New Jersey in the regular season finale on Thursday. I think that that would be the game where you rest guys, especially if you win tomorrow uh, against the Rangers. That would be the game where you rest guys, if at all possible. So that, I think that's going to be a game where, like I said earlier, I think we're going to see some carryover from Saturday's game. I do, because I think, like I said earlier, New Jersey is going to be very frustrated with how they lost that game. You know, they lost in the last five minutes. They basically had that game sealed. But, you know, the Hurricanes were able to battle back in those last five minutes. And, I mean, if I was the Devils, I would be very frustrated. And I would be taking that emotion that I felt and putting it into this final game and trying to screw up the Hurricanes' playoff position as much as I can. Obviously, you're hoping for new york to do their job as well but you know i'm trying to spoil the hurricanes good time at at that point because you know new jersey's out of the playoffs they got nothing left to play for so they're just trying to spoil the hurricanes good time so this is a big week this is and yeah i think we we're starting it off on the right foot we got a win yesterday we're on a four game uh winning streak right now seth jarvis you know with him getting a goal in that last game against the Islanders. He's now has a career high five game point streak and Max Domi's starting to look better for us. Uh, you guys know, I haven't been a huge fan of him since he got here, but you know, as of late in these past few games, he's played a lot better, which I hope that can continue. Our third line is looking great. And I'm wanting this stuff that is starting to go right for us and continue into New York, into New Jersey, and into the playoffs because we're dealing with a lot of stuff going wrong right now. Colton Yemi's out. Freddie's out. Ronta's out. So we got some stuff going wrong for us, but we got guys stepping up, and I want to see that continue heading into tomorrow and then Thursday against New Jersey. But thing for us to talk about it right now, on Monday morning, Monday afternoon, but all in all, we won't know what happens until tomorrow night and until Thursday night. So in the meantime, make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Subscribe on YouTube, rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you are listening on. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.